Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Bill now, O'Reilly, I understand, is on the line. Bill O'Reilly, prolific author, journalist, historian. His latest book, Killing the Legends, what, 20 million books sold? Welcome back to Cats at Night. Also, he has a show here, Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly, WABC Radio, every night at 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. Tune in. It's the number one show, right, John? Number one show at night. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I think the Giuliani situation is just another example of the widespread corruption that Joe Biden has brought to uh, the country, the federal government. I mean, so shouldn't I, the Department of Justice uh, be ashamed of themselves? These guys well, have I, sworn to uphold the law. Ashamed of themselves? I mean, that would require a sense of shame. Scruples. Yeah, these people are order takers. But I'm going to tie it into what happened over the weekend with the uh, Border Patrol head who was forced to quit. Um, the Biden administration now is at a point where they're uh, totally lost control of the southern border. And not only in the migrant situation uh, where millions of people have come across since Biden was inaugurated, but also in the uh, Border Patrol morale, where the agents are basically saying, look, you're not enforcing the law, so why are we going to put our lives on the line? That's right. Why? Cartels, when it's, it's almost akin to the NYPD. Uh, so why are we going to put ourselves out there when we get, might get our heads blown off at any second when the Biden policy has let everybody in, which he has? And so Biden now getting really nervous that this thing's going to blow up this story. So he replaces the head of the uh, Border Patrol with a, another flunky who's not going to do anything. But he keeps Mayorkas, the director of Homeland Security, who's overall in charge of it, because Mayorkas, again, is a crony. This is cronyism. And it's very much like the, uh, the administration of U.S. Grant when Grant in his second term pretty much lost control of everything because he had cancer um, and then his cronies ran, ran wild. That's what's happened in the Biden administration. And very few people know this. They, they don't understand the underpinnings of it. But the corruption from uh, the federal government, I'm, I'm trying to think back if I in my lifetime have seen this kind of corruption, and I don't think so. You know, uh, it didn't happen in the Clinton administration, didn't happen in the Bush administration, although the Bush administration did mislead on foreign affairs. Obama, Obama used the IRS well, bill. It wasn't Obama really the Bush administration. It was his uh, Rumsfeld and Cheney, wasn't it? Uh, I disagree. I, yeah, I think but I mean, no. that was a tactical error, but it was like Vietnam where they weren't up front with the American people. But, but, I'm, but it, go back to IRS. Didn't they abuse the IRS? Yes, they did, but it, that's not at the level of an open border collapsing Agreed. Agreed. immigration policy. I mean, uh, Obama was more petty garbage, and then they got caught, and then they wouldn't prosecute the Cincinnati IRS agent who was looking at the 
you know, to screw the conservative groups. It was bad, but not at this level. So, you know, when you have corruption in any government, whether it be local, state or federal, people are going to get hurt. And that's what we're seeing now. You had a column over the weekend, Bill, about uh, President Trump and his future prospects and uh, how he's been conducting himself. What do you have to tell us about that? Well, tomorrow Trump will probably make that announcement that he's going to run. He will then take the position of an underdog. Isn't that ironic? Mm-hmm. Um, how could anybody have predicted that four weeks ago in uh, the beginning of October? Uh, DeSantis's uh, performance uh, has put him in the forefront of the presidential candidates for 24. Trump is now behind DeSantis. Um, but Trump is, a, you know, he's an a real gut fighter, as everybody knows. And he was the underdog, and um, and he just triumphed. If, if you would say the top three or four candidates in the Republican Party for 2024, who would you say? Well, there's only two. Well, I understand. There's a, a little bird tells me that uh, Youngkin, who's term limited to one term in Virginia, and, and he's got the money, he wants to do it. Yeah, but he doesn't have the money. So you got to raise what, three hundred million, in a primary? Yeah, I don't think I don't think Glenn Youngkin can raise three hundred million. Okay. Um, so why would Youngkin, who I I like by the way, he go after you know two of the bigger names than he, um, you know, DeSantis, he is a formidable guy now. He brought yeah. Disney down. You look at the latest quarter for Disney. And they're laying off people now. They came in a billion dollars under the Wall Street estimate. A billion with a B. That's a big number. Uh, and that's DeSantis. And he, you know, so his power quietly, because he's not like Trump. He's not as flamboyant, you know. But he had the best line that I've heard politically in decades. Um, Florida is where woke goes to die. A great line. That was an amazing line. Whoever wrote that for him is gold. Mm. Um, so anyway, you're basically setting up a DeSantis-Trump um, situation. I was always thought it would be a better uh, alliance than than going after each other. But here's the change agent. The independents broke for the Democrats by four percentage points, which made all the difference in the national midterm elections. And they did so because of the uh, deniers in January 6th. That that was a huge issue, putting all the exit polling among the independent voters. It overrode abortion, over, came close to overriding mm-hmm. the economy. And Trump has got that stamped in his forehead. He's also had— I don't know how he gets out of that. He also has three losses in a row. He has 2018 as a loss, 2020, and 2022. I wouldn't put this one on him, though. No. Um, I don't think that's fair to do. I think, uh, Bill, I think it's more due to him than anybody else, though. Some of his candidates lost, but I wouldn't say that it was Trump's fault they lost. Well, it's his fault for putting them in there. They shouldn't have been there in the first place. Well, let me, let me understand this. Why did we lose Arizona, uh, Bill O'Reilly? I mean, that, that's a border state. All the criminals are coming across. The terrorists are coming across. The dope addicts, are, the dope, uh, dope uh, criminals coming across. Why would they vote Democratic? I just don't understand it. Because it's a small state and the demographics change quickly. So you've got a huge influx from California. 
of liberal people who can't afford to live in California. They're in Arizona. And then you have all these new citizens, all these new immigrants who need help. And if you need help, you're going to vote Democrat for the entitlements. And the Democratic machine in Arizona, I mean, you look at how they can't even count their votes there. This is a pretty primitive state. But along with Nevada, it is now a blue state, which is fairly shocking in the land of John McCain and Barry Goldwater. Of course, Trump didn't help by attacking McCain the way he did. And then uh, you think this is still runoff from McCain? Part of that. And also the fact that he went after Governor Ducey, who was a popular governor. And they wanted him to run for the Senate. And then Trump went after him because he didn't change the election. I think abortion is a huge issue, too. You had 70 percent of unmarried women who voted Yeah, but for I would Democrats. disagree. In New York, abortion, they threw every abortion. Every candidate had abortions thrown out. And we won in Nassau County. But, we won around the state. I, I think we're overestimating. I think abortion only counts if you're weak otherwise. But did you hear what Carrie Lake said about abortion? She, she's really going hard on it. It's talking well, about be. criminalizing women that have abortions. And that scared a lot of people I, off. I don't think we should get that much credence to that issue, though, overall. Like, again, I saw in... Bill, uh, you know, Nassau County, we have 100,000 more Democrats, and yet we took both seats, and the only issue raised against them was abortion. abortion. And once, they, once Republicans focused on crime and inflation, that, that was it. The other issue is the so-called, you know, this was an attack, the Republicans had an attack on democracy, which I thought was the most obscene, ridiculous argument I've ever heard. Why was it an attack on democracy? Because you didn't buy into uh, the left-wing agenda? Well, look, that's a bunch of hooey, and, you know, the big turnout across the country for the midterms proves that. But we live in a tribal country now. It's tribes. Mm -hmm. And uh, Arizona, for whatever reason, is now in the progressive camp. It's discouraging. I never thought that uh, in Nevada, I I thought Laxalt would win. I mean, I'm just stunned because the people in in Nevada, it's a service-based state. Okay, which means it doesn't have much industry there. Everything is is centered around Vegas and uh, a lesser extent up, uh, you know, in the Reno area. It's all it's all about casino gambling there. And these people, they're hourly wage earners and they make money, but their money is eroded. Their real wages are going down. And you would think that they wouldn't want that. But millions of people voted the progressive ticket that, you know, Biden is the luckiest guy on earth. I mean, I have never seen a guy luckier than Joe Biden. He should have got whacked across the board, and he's strutting around like a peacock now. Yep. Uh, I still think the House will go Republican, um, but it's a fierce fight because they won't count the votes. And it's not that they can't. They won't count in the districts in California, two districts in Arizona, which should go Republican for the House. They're not even close to being finished counting those votes. There's no excuse for that. There should be federal monitors in there right now. But Biden never going to put them in there, but there should be. You can't. You won't count the votes. Why won't you count the votes? Well, you I mean, think of Florida, which has two time place. zones and so many more people. How do all their votes counted by, uh, by that night, by election night? Well, look, at you have Florida, Texas, and New York. Right. No trouble getting their returns out. Right. Mammoth states, huge states. And Arizona, Nevada, still now, six days out, and they still can't count their district votes for Congress? There's something wrong. Something very There's something serious. very wrong. There. There's something very, very wrong. And the governor of California, I bet you, is backing them up. Um, Bill O'Reilly, we're out of time, but I'm going to listen to you at 9 o'clock tonight. What are you going to talk about? 
Well, I'm a little outraged about this fentanyl arrest, 20,000 pills. And uh, Bragg, of course, charges him with possession, not possession with intent to sell, which would get the guy 10 years, but possession. Um, they catch him in Washington Heights, 20,000 fentanyl pills on this guy. And he's they're, trying to destroy and he's they're trying to destroy our city and our country. They let him right, go. Right. And they let him out, and he'll never show up never. for his hearing. Never in a million years will he show up for his hearing. Well, he's in the, wind. the truth is, where's the U.S. attorney? Can't the U.S. attorney go after, uh, you know, no, as a whoever? The, the NYPD uh, called him, so it's local to the jurisdiction of Fed Street. Wasn't a joint operation with DEA. It was well, good work on the part of the New York City Police Department. But then it gets into uh, Bragg's office. Possession? Are you kidding me? This guy's going to take 20,000 fentanyl pills by himself? I mean, it's just so cor- Talk about corrupt. I mean, this is just off the chart corrupt. That's but why they should, joint, they should do joint They should do joint investigations and prosecutions. Also, the— uh... well, they do them, but they don't do them all the time. Right. But this exactly. is what I mean about— African-Americans in New York City voting for Hochul. Okay, here's another example. Those 20,000 fentanyl pills are going to wind up in your neighborhood. I mean, it's crazy. So the U.S. attorney was too busy going after Giuliani. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, right, I know. To see if he talked about somebody with Ukraine. Oh, it's so crazy, isn't it? It's it's crazy. It's it's a bizarro world. I think we're going to start calling it a bizarro world. Bill O'Reilly, thank you. I will listen to you tonight at 9 o'clock on WABCradio.com and BillOReilly.com and 770 on your dial. Holy's Coast on 770 because it's after dark. Thank you so much, Bill O'Reilly, and we'll talk All to right, you soon. Thanks for having me in, guys. Thank you. Let's take a break. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.